You're listening to Band Practice with Matthew and Krebs. Rock out with your cock So we're recording now. Are we? Yes, and Krebs is on the phone. Hi. <laughs> yes, successful Colin. I I was actually debating whether we should just like not tell people and just j- just do quickies, do shorts, and just have people like what like Krebs is back. <laughs> so, what do you think about AOC? <clears throat> um, very mixed views on her. Uh, I like the way she's going about things for the most part, just because I think she's adding like a whole new dimension. I figured, because you, you told me we, we, we've been talking about this, so I figured I, I go with positive first, and then we'll shit on her. Because um, she's, uh, she, she's like, a, you know, like, a, like a master at the, uh, social media. Uh, she, like bring, she like does all these videos of like spots in Congress like we've never seen or heard about. Um, really funny. She stays pretty relevant. I love when, um, what was it? Uh, I think it was people in her own party were, were telling her to like get in line, fall in line, you know, stop talking so much shit. And she said something like, I, I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me from uh, the Watchmen. I'm like, okay, that's, that's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. <clears throat> um, well, apparently, uh, although she, what? Apparently that's what she's telling everybody now. She basically told the rest of the, the Democratic Party, uh, get in line with me or I will make sure you get unseated. Oh, that's right. She's starting to list. Yeah, she's starting to list. See, see that that kind of worked for like Trump. Like he would uh like not not like what Paul Ryan's doing, so then he'd have someone on Fox News be like, All Ryan needs to go. And then Paul Ryan would suddenly, you know, he would he would take that um he would take that passive stance that dogs do when they're scared. He sort of lie down and like open up to be eaten. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know how much power she has to do that because she's not. She's a representative. Hashtag not my representative. But oh no no she's so super, it's not like, okay so she's super connected and the reason why is because there I forget what the name of the pack is but there's a pack and there's an FCC complaint against her right now but that that's how she's connected and that's how she'd be able to upend these people if they don't get in line. Because so the FCC complaint against her right now is that uh, so her boyfriend worked for the campaign unofficially, but she hired this consultant who funneled money to this pack to pay her boyfriend. And this pack was specifically just started basically because of her. It started during the last election and all. And so her campaign ran in a deficit the entire time and it was completely funded by this pack. And this pack also paid out large sums of money to this, uh, uh, the consultant guy who then hired her boyfriend. And then in return, uh, after she got elected, now this guy is on her staff. Uh, some discrepancies, like why would anybody wait? So when they're funding her campaign, this is her, her primary campaign or, or was the final campaign? I think both. I'm not sure. Cause her primary campaign, dude, no one thought she was going to win. Like, yeah. no, we, we had no idea who the fuck she was. So who would funnel money to someone they don't even know about who is, who nobody thought, who nobody thought would unseat like the eight term um, incumbent or whatever, who, who'd been there forever, who's, who, who's actually supposed to be groomed to uh, replace Pelosi at some point. So who would, who would give that much money to somebody who had no idea they would win? No idea. Or, or do they just do that kind of like to, 
they just like have money to allocate they just give to everybody i don't know i mean that's, I, I don't know apparently the pack is <laughs> supportive of the new wave of democratic socialists and things like that so mm. i don't know but yeah so that complaint's going through and she's eating and and we talked about it before. She's like the, she is the democratic opposite of Trump. Yeah. Um, I told you, I was thinking of, um, uh, the end of Batman begins when, uh, commissioner Gordon's like, uh, I'm thinking about like, you know, escalation he goes, and Batman's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, um, you know, co- um, cops start wearing bulletproof vests and then, uh, criminals start buying, uh, armor piercing rounds and, and it just escalates. I'm like, this is, this is, this is definitely, like a mirror image of Trump in that, you know, she's got no political experience before this. Uh, she kind of came out of nowhere. No one thought she'd win. She's kind of loud. Um, she picks a battle fairly well, but then she'll get really like super triggered. Like when, um, uh, and this, this, this is like a huge knock on her for me, which was when, um, uh, Ben, ben Shapiro offered like $10,000 to her charity or, or whatever, yeah. just to debate her. You could, you could just say no, but she had to take it, like, make it seem like it was personal. She's like, oh, this is just the, the, the equivalent to catcalling. And it's not, and I, and I don't think she thinks that, but it's really popular to do sexual harassment stuff right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. <clears throat> um, then what else? Oh, and then um, recently she, she came out and she's paying, she's paying her staffers more like out of the gate. And, she, and she's like talking about how, oh, I'm paying them a living wage. It sounds great, just like you know the fight for fifteen and all that shit. Yeah, well, they're, um, they're capped but, at eighty. Yeah, at 80, 82, I think. But like, like the media, the median um, staff manager makes like one hundred twenty. Like, like a seasoned veteran who's like you know on like McConnell staff or something who's been there forever makes one hundred twenty. So you don't want to stay there because you're never going to make one hundred twenty. Why? Are you, uh, 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 <clears throat> with her, why cap it at that? Because then she doesn't legal, then her staffers don't legally have to uh, disclose any other money they make on the side, which now we don't know what that's why she did that, which is kind of, it's very champion where you just do a thing and there's several reasons why it could be, why that, that could have been done. And some of them are shady and some of them are good, but we have no idea because we don't know, you know, she doesn't say anything about it. She just does do certain things. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, and then, and then this, and then this whole thing, uh, before she moved to Capitol Hill, she was complaining about how she was broke could afford an apartment, but you have to, you have to disclose your money when you come in, like, like how much you have coming in. She had like, I think like a couple, several grand, like five grand, I think. Um, no, I don't know. I didn't know like her, her, her total, uh, like what she had was going to like, I think close to 30 grand, like in like free cash, like stock options or something. Yeah, she had, she like, had money. Uh, yeah. But it sounds good to be like, Oh, the broke girl going to Washington. <laughs> well, that resonates with the, what she's trying to do because you know she's going to fight for poor people. And I don't even actually blame her for doing it. It's 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 all about working your image, and Trump's a fucking image master. Yeah. I, don't I mean, know. like, um, even with the whole, um, even though nothing happened with uh, with the Trump in in, in Hanawa, um, oh my my friend who writes for Bloomberg uh, put a video up up on Instagram. He was talking about. He, he goes, okay, so nothing, nothing really was, was like, you know, decided upon and nothing would change. But here's the takeaway here. Uh, Kim Jong took not one, not two, but three, like, like press conference, American press, co- press, press conference style questions and answered them. And then his staffers took a, uh, did, did a Western, uh, uh, Western, like, 
uh, press conference to like answer every, everyone's questions. Like he's literally becoming more Western. And, uh, so my friend from Bloomberg, like, like that, that's a takeaway. Um, <clears throat> but what was, uh, I was watching, uh, uh, one of Scott Adams, um, podcast and, and he was talking about how genius it was to have, to have, um, that summit in, in Japan or Vietnam, because people who hated us for a long time, and now we totally get along with. So it's like, hey, come over to, you, to your neighbor's house. Your neighbor that used to be killing us but now loves us, maybe you should do that too. It's, it's again, branding. It's kind of genius. <laughs> anyway, so. Oh, did you? Uh, so, oh, have you been listening to the show? Uh, not much. Um, I haven't had a chance to because I have to do with crazy shitty uncle. Ah, uh, yeah. So Big Red, yeah, was, Big Red was here with Monkey, and Big Red yeah. has showed us that there's a new Ghostbusters flick coming out. Oh yeah, um, they're like going back to the roots. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know because it's uh, first of all, uh, Harold Ramey's dead, and Harold Ramey was a solo, a solo, not just that, but like all the movies, like yeah. Caddyshack, and all, like he, he, he wrote those or had a major hand in it, and and that was actually my one of my problems with the the all girl Ghostbusters movie. Is you're like they do a joke, and I'm like, I know Hale Ramey would have had a better joke there, or he would have done it at all. Like you could just physically feel his presence like not there. So I don't know <laughs> how good that can be, um, but I guess everyone everyone's coming back for it, right? Yeah. Well, I feel like um, I feel like they learned their lesson from that, and they're gonna do better. Maybe, hopefully, please. Well, I'm just curious because it's like um, uh, what's his name? Um, I just I was blanking his name. Oh, God damn it. Bill Murray. Thank you. Um, so Bill Murray was like, he, he was pretty adamant about never wanting to do another Ghostbusters just because he just wasn't, he was, he was never into the original ones and he didn't see a point in them. So I'm curious, like, I want to hear, I, I want to hear what he had to say. Like, okay, they gave me all the money or they came with a good script or something. I don't know. Oh, I have to announce something. So I sent you the picture. So uh, over the last week, I went to a comic book store and guess, and well, you know what I picked up. Yeah. Yes. Is there you? Yes, it is. Star Trek and X Men. Oh, I'll put it. I'll put it on the Instagram. It's amazing. It's amazing. <clears throat> How old is it? Is it an older issue or a more recent issue? No, it's an old issue. Uh, Wolverine fought uh, uh, Spock, and Spock knocks him clean mm. on his ass. <laughs> oh, I've actually never. I, that's, that's actually cool. I've never read that comic, but um, I think Crack did a. Um, did some article, just some nerdy, funny article about, uh, I, I don't know, like heroes or something who you, you didn't know had actually met. And I think he, he does like the Vulcan nerve pinch on, um, on, on Wolverine, Wolverine and, he, and he goes down, but he gets right back up and he's like, you're not supposed to be up so quick or something like that. Basically. Yeah. He knocks yeah. him out and then, uh, Bishop and Jean Grey are, and, uh, Cyclops are standing there and they're like, what'd you do to him? And he explains the Vulcan nerve pinch and then he gets up and. Spock's like, what the fuck? And Wolverine's like, it's called a healing factor. Yeah. <clears throat> Although, it's funny because Rogue can kind of do that too. A bit more damaging. <laughs> Speaking of X-Men, what happened to that fucking Gambit movie with What's-His-Face that we were supposed to get that I've been hoping would never come out, but now just I hear nothing? Who cares? And I hope it stays away. I want, I want, I want confirmation, though, because um, I know that when, when Disney bought Fox, they have like a written agreement that they... Fox gets to basically do everything they have on the docket uh, for the next two years, and, and they can't fire anyone from Fox yet. So we're still going to get some Fox stuff coming out. That's um, why we're getting the Dark Phoenix. So, yeah, which uh, I saw the recent trailer. I, 
it looks interesting. I'm not sold yet. I've been I, I've been hurt before. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but you you not talked about this like so many times. Like we already did that. And why are you retreading a thirty year old storyline that was good, but you already tried it. It didn't go well. There are so many other storylines you, you could do. Why are you going back to this one? Yeah, but this time it's going to be better. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. This time it's going to be the best ever. Eh, whatever. But you know. Whatever. This one's going to have Michael Fassbender in it, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, the new Hellboy actually looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does. I, I, I saw that, I, which, which kind of hurt a little bit, because I really liked the first two, and I love Ron Perlman. I, I thought he was great. But my only thought when, when I heard they were remaking it was, you know what, Hellboy's a bit more serious than comics. Like, it was cool to have uh, Ron Perlman like, crack jokes, but, and Hellboy does crack jokes, but it's supposed to be a demon spawn from hell. It's supposed to be a little bit darker than, than, than the light comedy tones they had. And the, tra- the newest trailer I saw has like fucking dismemberment everywhere. I'm like, okay, maybe they're getting it this time. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. I enjoyed the first two as well, actually. I didn't even know anything, oh, yeah. I didn't know anything about Hellboy before the movies came out. So I knew a little bit. I never really get, got into it because it's Dark Horse or Image or one of those other independent um, comics that wasn't that, that, in, that into them. Um, and surprisingly enough, so I saw I saw a full like three or four minute trailer of Have you seen uh, or, or heard of uh, Doom Patrol? Yes. It actually might be pretty good because the first one I saw the first trailer I saw was like thirty seconds and it was just all of like the, just just sort of like funny one liners. I'm like, okay, so you're doing like a parody of, of comics, and then I saw like the full length trailer and it's a lot darker and more serious. And I'm like, and it's and and it immediately immediately reminded me of something I told you like a year or two ago. Like something that I, I think DC should do because it's about the only thing to do well, which is just do different universe versions of their own characters. Don't don't build like an MCU like thing. You can do like a dark bat, uh, a darker Batman or a dark Superman because they have so many different versions of so many different characters, <clears throat> and they're really really good at, at um, kind of the same way that the um, the TV shows for for DC are really good, but the movies suck. So. Yeah. They, they do better when they keep all their universes kind of separate. Because uh, uh, Doom Patrol has Cyborg, but we already have Cyborg in the DCU. The, hmm. um, the black Cyborg guy. I think yeah. it's the same guy. I think it's the same character. It's not the same actor, but I think it's the same character. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. DC's got a lot of stuff going on. And then uh, Shazam's coming out too, which I'm curious. Is that supposed to be connected or not? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm hearing mixed stories. Um, it's going to be a little bit lighter tone, which I think DC would needs couldn't hurt. Yeah. It couldn't hurt because they were trying to make like Superman dark and it just wasn't like, I like man of steel, but, um, the most telling thing about man of steel was, uh, somebody re-edited that entire movie and all they changed was they added more contrast, like in dark Knight, how you would have, um, you know, you, you have like a flaming bat signal, but surrounded by darkness. You had that really cool contrast. And when you, and when you just add more light to that movie, it's a completely different movie. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. I enjoyed I enjoyed Man of Steel. I think that was one of their successes. That and I Wonder too, Woman. Was, Have you seen Aquaman yet? What? No, no, I haven't. Because isn't it basically like uh, Black Panther, but the bad guy wins, and he's actually a good guy? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it yet either. I mean, I mean, it looks fun, except for um, the underwater scenes. It, kind of make me feel like I'm watching Shrek again. Just because the, the CGI looks 
and the way they move kind of looks like, a lot like Shrek to me. <laughs> That'll do, Donkey. Although, That'll do. Although I do love Jason Momoa, although I, <clears throat> it's kind of bothering me how like, I don't mind that he's making Hawaiian sexy, but have you ever been to Hawaii? I have not. They are not sexy people. Not a, not on the whole. They all they they all kind of look the same in that they're all kind of frumpy and, and they have like big limbs. Now it doesn't mean they can't be attractive. I think every ethnic group like has like these like really attractive people that can come out of it. But when you actually go to Hawaii, there's only like four attractive women, and they meet you at the gate and they put the lay on you, and then you see him at like every luau, and then there's and then there's Jason Momoa. And then there's also the guy who like that that you pay to teach you uh, how to surf, who is also Jason Oma, and that's it. There's nobody <laughs> else attracted to this. <clears throat> All right. All right. That's better. It was good. We didn't do anything. What is I, other than it being like a beautiful city? I don't know what there is to do there. I know I've been there, but it's been, it's been probably like twenty years. I was say so they have a uh, the River Street like a river walk. It's all like mm-hmm. cobblestone streets and shit, but the, the cobbles stones or whatever are actually ballast from the old ships. They used to come in and sell okay. slaves and buy cotton and shit. It's kind of cool. Uh, a lot of history. A lot of walking. They do some pretty cool trolley tours and see all the historic sites. It was fun. Relaxing. Cool. Chill. <clears throat> and they have, yeah, a, it's funny like, they have a better than sex but, restaurant there. A what restaurant? Better than sex. Okay. It's a. Uh, it's those, all dessert. Those t-shirts like themselves, don't they? Yeah. Right. So, and they're uh, they're known for their rim jobs. Okay. Yeah. Where okay, so you order dessert, and then you get an accompanying wine or or beer or drink or whatever, and they take the glass and they dip it in chocolate or caramel or whatever. So they encourage you to lick the glass and drink your booze and eat your dessert. Where they call it a rim job. Okay. Lovely. And there's a bunch of like, like the restaurant's really, really dark and all the menus are iPads or they're backlit or whatever. And then uh, like there's uh, naked art everywhere. Basically porn, but you know, it's not, okay. por- it's not porn because you know, it's classy. Well, sure. No, because the pictures are black and white. So that makes it art. And then we had some. And, uh, and it's a money shot. Yeah, no money shot. So it's basically just a tease because there's no completion. Yeah. Yeah. Man, isn't it sad that people back in the day, that's all they had to jerk off to? Oh, we went to an antique shop and this lady had porn pictures from like the 20s and 30s and shit. Mm-hmm. It's crazy looking. I was sitting there looking through all of them and the lady comes over and she's like, they're not that great. And I was like, yes, they are. These are awesome. Did you buy any? No. But I told the lady, I really hope none of these are my grandmother. Yeah. Why? <laughs> she did, did she do that? No, I don't know. Maybe. Oh. If she did, I guarantee you she's not telling me. Oh, God. I saw that, uh, someone put a meme on Facebook. It said something like, um, um, Pornhub pays like $38,000 for, uh, uh, for like amateur homemade stuff. So if you see my ass up there, mind your business. <laughs> nice isn't it weird how like Pornhub is, is going to save us because like Pornhub did, did that thing for like so many views they'll plant trees 
Oh, they yeah. have a scholarship fund. Did you know that? Yeah. That's, that's, that's hilarious. Like, that's, that's how you make porn more okay. It's like, hey, hey, yes, it's gross, but we put Steve to college. <laughs> oh, God. Killer Mike has a, a line on the new album for uh, Run the Jewels. And it's like, I wanted, to, mm-hmm. I wanted to feed a baby, so I threw $1,000 in the air. Okay. You know, because he's at a strip club. He's just making it rain. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> same, same idea. Yeah. Same idea. We're helping the porn stars go to college. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. Bye. <laughs>